that God has, not just for me, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And whatever God is doing in the earth, I've always had this thing to reach for, to pull it in here. Whatever he was doing. But I didn't know he was dropping the feathers. And so those blue feathers, I was telling Maya, I said, Maya, you know, it's so cool because this is me. I, I have to feel my clothes. I know that sounds crazy to you guys, but you have to be, you have to be in that prophetic anointing and calling. But I have to feel my clothes. My husband can lay his clothes out the night before. I don't. I don't do it. I have to wake up in the morning, and I got to feel what I'm going to wear. I know that sounds crazy. And this one day, it, Bob was in for the series, and I don't, I don't know if it was the same night. I can't remember, guys, so I can't tell you if it was that night or a following night. But I just remember this. I remember I looked in my closet, and I thought, well, I really don't have hardly anything in here. And I just thought, I'm going to go to John Wanamaker's real fast. I'll go to their sale rack and see if they have anything. And I went, and you know what? I got this great deal, which I am all for, the great deal. And I got this really cute, Sophia, really cute outfit. It was black pants. They were real sharp. This is the style back then. And it had a little slit, you know, on the side, the pants and all. And my top, it was um, sleeveless, and it was real cute, and it was just kind of fitted. And it was about to here. And I had this. Um, rose color, a pinky rose color, like it was a petal, like a flower. And then I had um, a royal uh, yellow and then a royal blue. And uh, it was just really pretty. And I just thought, wow, what a deal. And I felt real good about it. Like I felt it. And I went, yes, I feel this. Say feel. Feel. Yell it at me, guys. Feel. feel. You've got to feel it. Do you understand? We don't live by feelings. We live by faith. But you get over in faith and believe God, you'll feel the leading of the Holy Ghost. You'll know his leading. And that's what's going on with the church. We're so weary. We can't feel the leading of God. And we got to get back into this. Glory to God. I don't know why he does some of the things he does. I don't know why he leads me the way he does. I don't know why he speaks to me the way he does. There's one knot that is no more. That's right. What was that for, Bray? There's one knot. No. There's one knot that has that is oh, no more. That was the kidney. The kidney. A kidney down in Millville. We're ministering at a church there. And I, I, was, I was ministering. And then afterwards, the Lord spoke to me. And then he showed me a picture. He said, there's one knot that... Ha- there's one here that there's has one, one knot. No, there's, there's one here that has one knot. And I said, who is that? Now, would that make any sense to you? There's one here that has one knot. And then I saw it. You saw the shape of it. I saw the shape of it. I said, it's a kidney. Person, a woman comes up. No, nobody responded. I'm sorry. Nobody responded. But I could feel the Holy Ghost in it. He loves it. When we step out in faith and we start moving over into this place with him. He loves it when we start to feel his leading and his prayer. He knows we need that. He doesn't want us to be spiritually stupid. Stupid's a bad word. Mr. Cooper. Mr. Cooper. He doesn't want us to be like that. So here comes this person. In this long line, I'm ministering by the Spirit of God, not fast. You guys know the anointing on my life. Every person's different, and you have to steward that. And just ministering to the people. Some I might have stopped and said something. 
minister, minister, got to the person over here. And I stopped and I looked at her. I said, what's going on? And she filled up with tears. She said, I'm that person. I said, what person? She said, I'm the person who doesn't have the kidney. I said, what? There's one here that has one not. The kidney. I said, why didn't you respond? You know why? Because they're embarrassed. Church, get out of it. When God is speaking something to you, take it. Listen to it. I know people pushing away the word of the Lord to them. It's like, don't do that. Hear all that God has to say. I'm telling you, God has said things to me, and I just went, huh? Went home and just kind of chewed on it. And God started showing me. It's like, wow, okay. Strange. Listen to me. Say, listen to me. All right, I'm listening. What do you got to say? Come on, you have something to say? You tell me, listen to you. What do you got to say, Patty? Nothing. That's going to change. That's Your a nothing is going to be a something. Yeah, filled with the, with the words of the Lord. Inspiration, hope to give people. Talking about these testimonies, because what I'm sharing is now your testimony. Do you know I read the testimonies in the scriptures? Listen to me, guys. This is our service, okay? Pastor Ray is going to minister next week. I listen to, I, 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 I listen to the word of God when I read it. Did you hear what I said? I listen to the word of God when I read it. I'm not just reading it. I'm listening to the sound in the word. And so... The testimony becomes so alive, Nancy, to me that it becomes mine. So when you hear a testimony from somebody else and there's something miraculous that's in that, miraculous, something supernatural, something powerful in that, that becomes your testimony. It becomes your hope. It it helps propel you on. God's moving. He's doing things. His word is eternal. Jesus said, do the things that I did, and you'll do more. Amen? Amen. Am I yelling, guys? I'm excited. Do you understand? Being with Jesus, he puts a passion on the inside of you. And I can't help it when you start talking about the things of God to start feeling his passion inside because he's so delighted. But if we're just factual all the time, factual, here's, for instance, we've talked to Dennis several times, and he'll start telling us different testimonies. He goes, I'm sorry, I could just go on and on. We say, go on. They're real. They're alive. They're alive. And so, this woman told me she was embarrassed to come up. I knew that's why she didn't come up. She said this. She said, all the people look at me. I said, well, they're all looking now. Like, get out of it. Get out of that stuff. It stinks. Come on. Let's start the response like, bam, bam, bam. God loves it. Do you remember reading in the scriptures where he has a banquet? He goes and invites people to the banquet. It's God himself inviting people to the banquet. But I guess, was it a king or something? And he's inviting people. What would you do if the king, if the president invited you? Man, I'd get my finest clothes and I would be dressed up. I'll tell you something. I don't wear high heels, but I would find a pair. And I would wear my heels to that banquet. And I would get on the fastest thing, whatever mobile, whatever it is, to get me to wherever this banquet is. Amen? Wouldn't you? People wouldn't come. 
people wouldn't come. So you know what he said? He got angry. Doors closed to them. Church, whenever God starts to set the banquet table and there's healing bread and new wine for you to eat and drink, I'd run to the banquet table. And then he, his servants came back and told him they won't come. He got angry at them. How dare you be late? How dare you disregard? Look what's happening to our president. The disrespect. Never saw anything like it. But let me tell you something. It's carried over into the church. It's carried over. It's in the world. It's all throughout America. You look at the spiritual, there's spiritual applications to it all. And it's all over, church. All over. And you got to keep, that's why you keep your nose in that Bible. And so anyway, so what does he do? He says, go to the highways and the byways. Bring them in. The ones who are lowly. And I'm telling you, that table was full. And guess who's going to be at that banquet table when we get raptured? Come on. We are. Are you ready? Are you ready? No, are you really ready? Are you full of the Holy Ghost, full of his word, full of his presence, that you'll be able to hear that trumpet blast? Glory to God. So here this woman is, and she's up there, and I prayed for her, just prayed a prayer. Can I be honest with you? I didn't feel the anointing when I prayed for her. I felt the anointing all the way down the line, got to her, stopped. It was like I didn't feel the anointing. I don't have to feel the anointing for the healing. God already spoke it, and he already took care Hallelujah. of it. Amen. And he already forgave her of her embarrassment. But don't be embarrassed of the things of God. Because he won't give you things to steward then. Amen? Amen? Amen. At that point, never be embarrassed. Because he wants to give you more. But use what he's giving you. So, prayed for it. That was it. Um, went back a couple months later, Ray, three, yeah. four months later, invited back, right. and because I'm going back to my feathers. I still got it, guys. Full circle. Hang in there. Went back. This is glorious. Makes Thank me want to jump for joy. Yeah. If you had only one kidney and you were di on dialysis for that and I don't know back then if they had a lot of kidney transplants or what it was or it isn't like it is today and she's suffering with this they had to remove a kidney when we went back she came up to me and she said do you remember me and honestly I didn't I come in this building at times and I don't know if it's because of in deep in my spirit when I'm dreaming and things go on when I'm sleeping. There's deep things that go on, church, yeah. in your spirit, especially if you're a person that learned and you've taught and trained yourself and let the Holy Ghost train you how to spe speak and mutter in tongues all the time. And Carol, there's can deep, I ask you a question? There's deep unto deep. When she came up, didn't she say that the one she had was failing and they had to test it? She told me afterwards, okay. this, this meeting, she told me that the one that she had, she was going into the hospital two days later, and they were going to see if they were going to have to give her a transplant. And because it was getting so bad. And when she went to them, to the hospital two days later, this is the report. Your kidney is working as if you have two brand new ones. Hallelujah. Praise God. Listen, that's your testimony because it's a testimony of the power of God. And so you can use that to pray for anybody. 
it, it, it's the power of God, church. See, whatever I hear, I go, wow, I can use that. Amen. It, my faith that, God, you can do this. You did it for one. You did it for another. So going into another area, people are embarrassed. People are afraid to walk up. People are this. People are that. But yet there's this tug on the inside, and you're ignoring it. Don't ignore it, church. Respond. Respond right away. Because at the hungry hearts, you respond, others start responding. And it's like, man, I've come up there with, like, joy, expectancy in my heart. Did you ever see people being pulled in with, on pallets and, and on um, uh, emergency ambulances? Who, hon? Wheelchairs as Wheelchairs, well. but, but, like, on beds and things like this. Have you ever been in meetings like that, church? You have? Yes. What meetings? Oral Roberts meetings. Yeah. Anybody else? Vicki? Whose meetings? Who is it? Kenneth Higgins meetings. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah, Shambach. We've been in Shambach's. Catherine Coleman's. Catherine Coleman's. Um, Brother Higgins. Oral Roberts. Um, I, I can't even think of some Numerous. of the people. But we've been in meetings. But the most horrendous ones were the ones with Catherine Coleman. I never saw disfigured people like I saw they are scary to walk past them because they didn't look human. And you think about desperation? My God. And I go, here's a woman down in the basement that says, I can't go up there unless I feel you, Holy Spirit. You're my friend. These people need miracles and there's nothing in me at all. But I am your servant, and I'm yielded to you. And see, that's what God's looking for for you guys. You don't have to be called to the fivefold ministry. The gifts weren't for the fivefold ministry. Oh, yeah, there's certain things in the gifts. I get that, or in the fivefold. I get that. But they were poured out on the church. It's the banquet table. And God wants to set a banquet table in the world and in the United States of America. And he needs you guys to be going out and bringing the people in. And he needs you guys to be telling them. And he needs you guys to be praying for them. Wherever you go, there's a banquet table. And then we're going to see the glory of God wrap the world. And wrap. Come on, church. You get what I'm saying? So then we enter into another realm that I never thought. I thought, oh, my God, I heard some things about it and heard it was phony and fake and all this stuff. But you didn't let me in on it, Lord, that this was going to happen here. You didn't tell me, Lord. See, this is a warning, warning, because if you want to stick around in this church, these are your pastors. If you're embarrassed about it, then there's the door. But I'll tell you something. I hope you'll hear the dinner bell for the banquet table. Don't ever be embarrassed about the things of God. We're the ones putting our neck out there first, guys, before you do. (laughs) And God knows that. Because we've been criticized. We have been, who what? Who doesn't matter? Just like Jesus was. It's Praise like God, so that's many good others. company. Huh? Jesus is good company. Things that you have to walk through. Don't analyze it, guys. There's no analyzing who God is. There's no analyzing his ways. Who are we to analyze God? My God. That's like putting yourself in the category of Satan. He started to analyze it. I could go over there for a long time. But there we are on the platform. It was always, listen, it was always in worship. Or it comes right out of worship. 
when God begins to move. Not everybody was healed in Catherine Coleman's meeting. She said that was the first thing she was going to ask God when she saw him. Why wasn't everybody healed? If you saw them, I'll never forget, Bray, that person that had that white cloth over and pulled its face, pulled the veil away, and you could see his face, and it must have been from a fire or something. It was so disfigured. It didn't even have a nose. It was a hole, and this is all purple, and there was no eye socket, but there was an eye over here, and it was like, oh, my God. It was like I never saw anything like it, and I thought, how would you like to be? Could you imagine what people would say? The depression, everything that would come on that person. And here's a woman that is begging God. Are we begging God? Or are we just expecting? Please don't misunderstand what I'm saying here. Well, it's by faith that we say these things and these things will happen. Yeah, I have faith in the word of God and what he says and these things can happen. But there's something about compassion that comes. And if you don't have compassion, you're not going to have that strong anointing. And the anointing is the Holy Ghost. And there's something about hooking up with the compassion of the Lord Jesus Christ. He had compassion for the multitude and they were healed. Amen. Amen. We're just human beings. Made in the image and likeness of God. But we have nothing to offer people except of, of the love of Jesus, the power of the Holy Ghost, the Word of God. But everything, the Spirit and the Word, has to work together. Do you understand that? And so there we are, back up on the platform. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, come these royal blue feathers. And you guys have said, but I've heard you say this again before, Carol. Well, let me tell you something. This was a sign and a wonder. Amen. See, I'm trying to get you over into signs and wonders. I could tell you other things, too, things that happened out on the street that were signs and wonders. Okay? Things that happened inside this building. Things that happened at home. Signs and wonders. But see, we should be experiencing these things. Didn't it say these things will follow those that believe? Not those that are embarrassed. Those that believe. You know what a believer is? A person that's convinced that God is God. And he is who he says he is. And I've given my whole self to him. And I will look foolish, and I will act foolish, and I will do whatever he tells me to do. And I'll say, yes, sir, without analyzing it. I will not be late when his door is open. I will be there on time. I will always be on time with him. I'm not saying I haven't been late. I've been late. And there were reasons. But I'm telling you, that's not my heart. So up on the platform, all of a sudden, those blue feathers come. And the people went, ooh, ah, my eyes were still cl- I missed. I missed the first outpouring of it, honestly, because I was in worship. And I heard the people, and I looked over, and they're floating just all, all over the platform. All over in that one corner. It wasn't the to whole. To me, platform. it looked like to me it looked like somebody cut a, a a pillow full of feathers and shook it like this. It was like so. It was and it was all over on this whole side of the platform. Not here. It was that Commerce Building when we were there. And the blue feathers just kind of gently, like very gracefully. They fell. And I looked. I was like, okay. All right, the move is on. What's going on? And I looked at Bob. He's just praying in other tongues. Oh, he did a lot of that, guys. Prayed, 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 prayed. Tugs couldn't get out of the spirit. He even said to me, I'm so drunk. 
<laughs> I'm so drunk. Yes, he was. We had to help him in. The meeting didn't even start. You picked him up at the hotel, and he was so drunk sitting outside at the hotel where we picked at him up. At the Fairfield Inn in Deptford, he's sitting on Guys, a bench like this. He is drunk. <laughs> And this is this is the guest speaker I'm going to pick up. I'm and like, people are walking uh -oh. past him. Guess what else? He's covered with gold, silver, <laughs> sapphire, all this stuff. And guess what, guys? After the meeting was over, he looked at us and said, I'm really hungry. Where can we go? We did it with Sylvania, too. Took them to Applebee's. Took them to the diner. Vince, guess who was there when we took Bob? He was a cop. And he was shot at. Some guy, he was in Alabama, Bray, or Atlanta? Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia. During the race riots. And this guy reached in. He had no bulletproof vest on. Reached in and unloaded his gun right in his chest. Right in Bob Chattel's chest. He didn't Point know why blank. he was still living. Got up out of the car, ran after him. Ran after him and thinking it's my adrenaline, I'm going to drop dead. It's the adrenaline right now. It's getting me moving. He tackled the guy. His partner in the car goes, man down, man down. They quick send cop cars. His partner gets out. Bob already tackled the guy. You remember this story, Marlene. They tackled the guy. And, and the guy comes over and takes over. And Bob just goes off and sits down. He thinks, I'm going to die, but he's looking for blood. There's no blood. <laughs> the bullets supernaturally were lodged in the back seat, but it was emptied out on his chest. The whole gun. Tell me God can work faster than a split second. So we are on this platform. The royal blue feathers come, and then the yellow. What did I have on, guys? Who's the one that's like, I'm like, God, bring whatever. <laughs> let the supernatural, let the healings, the miracles, the salvations, the transformations, the baptisms of the Holy Spirit. I pray this every time I come in here because there's people in here that might not be speaking in tongues and there's people in here that might not be born again, born of God. And they're holding on to something else. And God's saying, let go of it and let me in. Let me in, let me in, let me in. You got yes. gold coming out on your nose. Yeah. Glory <laughs> to Jesus. Hallelujah. Here, here, here. Don't touch it, Joe. Don't touch it. Don't touch it yet. Let God do what he's doing. You might have a gold nose when you walk out of here. I don't know. It's just a few. We've seen it all the time. Tim used to be covered with gold on his suit all the time. And then here's, here's the deal, guys. Bob looks over at me. He sees a color, and he goes, he says, daughter. He said, God's color coordinating, color coordinating it for you. He said, you're special to him. Listen, you don't know the warring in the mind and spiritually that we were going through when these things come in. We war, guys. There's attacks. Well, when supernatural things and begin to occur, it's, it can only be one of two sources. It's either God or the devil. When supernatural starts occurring, it's either God or the devil. There's no middle, middle ground here. Yeah. So <laughs> in this meeting, and Bob looked at me, he said, Carol, I only saw this happen one other time with Benny Hinn's wife that I was ministering and just as she had this beautiful light pink outfit on and we saw her afterwards and it was right before Bob came he said it was at Mahesh and Bonnie's in the tent meeting so there's no performance Bob couldn't do it 
Out of nowhere comes this color coordinated light pink and landed feather. <laughs> landed on her. And it was like, and he just kept on ministering. And she saw it. I don't know where it went, if it was on her lap or what. She saw it. She has it. Benny Hand supported Bob Shadow's meetings from that point on. He's been tested, he's been tried, he's been fired, he's been everything. Don't touch the anointing. You let God deal with people. Don't criticize the supernatural. Don't ever. If you don't understand it, Gamaliel, when they were the apostles and disciples began to go out and preach in the book of Acts, they too, like Paul, wanted uh, certificates to be able to herd up Christians and things like that. And Galileo said one of the points where they were being judged, he said, look, this, this sprung up, this uprising, this re revolt, religious revolt, and it squelched. Another one rose up. There were about 400 folks, and it too dissipated. If this is not God, it's not going to float. And this was the wisdom God gave this leader. He said, but if it's of God we better not fight against God. And it's better for you as a Christian to say, I don't quite understand it. You're welcome to talk about it because we're honest enough to say, you know, when I first saw the supernatural things of God starting to hit during the outpouring in 94, when I watched what God did to my wife and shook her like a rag doll, I felt like butt wheat of a little risk. I mean, my eyeballs were big as saucers. So I ain't never seen nothing like this before. You, I was having before. a serious conversation with God when you saw it. Well, I'm just talking about, yeah, but that was it's between you and God. I was looking God. at you and yeah. what he was doing. And I'm like, you know, I wanted to say, feet don't fail me now. My earrings <laughs> went flying like shrapnel. Shrapnel. Oh, Vince, I didn't finish telling you. Hold that thought. <sighs> we took Bob to the diner, right, to... um. Five points five at points. that point. It was five points then. We sit down. He's covered, you know. But he's just in this, that room, and we were all there, you know. Didn't matter. We come walking in, and people are just. <laughs> and Bob's saying hi to everybody. God bless you. Jesus loves you. He was like a Jesus lover. He was with people, too. And he went, we sat down, gave our order, and these Cops come in and they sit down over in the other section, but you could see them. Was it in the other section, hon? I think so. But he went like, huh? Were you with us? Up against the window. Yeah, Tim was with us. And Bob gets up. He goes, there's my brothers. Once a cop, always a cop. There's my brothers. He went over to them and started sharing Jesus with them. Not about all the glory and everything else that was on them, not explaining anything. They were caught by surprise, handcuffed by the presence of God. And he, he had a few couple, he had books with him, these books. Revival, Fire, and Glory. And he said, I want to give you guys something. He told him about his testimony about them emptying out the gun. It's documented. And so he gave them, it was in the newspaper, he gave them, gave them all book. I think it was a week later or, or two weeks later, we went to the diner. Yeah, you ran into them. And there they were sitting there. The one cop took the book home and read that whole book that night. And he received Jesus. The other one looked at me. I said, I know who you are. I know all you guys here except for the woman the woman cop with that was there with him. And I said, I was in an accident, and you were there, and you were a mean person then. I said, was it the end of your shift? And the young guy who's told me about the book and how much he loved it, he goes, does that happen to him all the time? And they're asking questions then about the glory. And I said to I looked at him, I said, were you at the end of your shift or something? Because I, we were in an accident. We were hurt, and he was being really nasty to us. And the guy goes, and I said, and it was raining. And the guy, and the, the younger cop says, um, what time was it? And I said, I think it was around 4.30. He said, yep. He said he's always like that at the end of the shift. <laughs> and we started laughing. 
And then I said, you got to read that book because God's after you and he loves you. And I said, and what Bob was saying, I said, he wasn't making it up. This is real stuff, real deal. This is in his book. I dictated some of the stories for this book into a tape recorder as I traveled one day from Ostel to Brunswick, Georgia in my car. I was all alone, but as I spoke of the blessings of God that we are experiencing, gold dust began to fill, fall in the car. It covered my face, it was all over the dashboard, and it was all over the tape recorder. I could feel the heat of the spirit in my body and in my hands as I drove along the highways towards my destination. Oil came from my hands and got on the steering wheel. I sensed that God was saying that this book was appointed and anointed by him and that he would use it for his glory. Hallelujah. His testimony of being shot and no harm coming to him. That's, that's not the first one we've heard. There was a guy named Terry Mize out in in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, that had a ministry, and a guy had a 22 and shot it at him, and none of the bullets touched him. Hallelujah. God, God is home with the Lord. Psalm 91 and Psalm 23 work. Yeah. Bob's home with the Lord, and um, Ruth went on to be with the Lord. People were, I think, <laughs> I, I just don't We covered a lot of territory it. in our day, didn't we? <laughs> you know... We share these things with you because we hunger for more of for the For this unknown. next move of God. We don't know what it's going to look like, guys. We don't know what's going to happen. But there has to be signs and wonders to get the people's attention. Yeah. A sign and Miracles, a wonder will healings. definitely get the people's attention, positive or negative. But it will do something for healings, for miracles, to see the dead raised. Wouldn't you love to have that experience? Wow. It's a cool thing, but you don't camp out there. You move on to the next one and the next and the next. We get text messages of little, I just got one of a little boy that he was found face down in the tub. He was, um, I think he's eight years old. And I don't know if he had a seizure or what, never had a seizure, but his parents found him face down in the tub. He needs a miracle. There's no brain activity. And immediately I think of my brother. He was probably dead close to two hours before Jesus brought him back to life. And when you hear these things, there should be a crying out for more as an assembly, as a person, as part of the, the, the cell and the body of Christ. Do you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you guys know what I'm saying? Amen. Do you really, really know? Yeah, we need the miracles of God. It's not just reading something going, oh, I'm moving on to the next thing. It should grip our soul. Jesus walked in the crowds. But one thing he was, he was yielded to the Holy Ghost. Not every voice, not every, every cry he responded to. He let it play out. The woman with the issue of blood, he let it play out. He was being led by the Holy Ghost. Because guess who was baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost? Jesus was. Amen. But he let it play out. See, there's some things that you guys are expecting miracles for, but it's being played out. Hallelujah. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't. Because God didn't quit. He already took care of it. Come on. Amen. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. So signs and wonders will follow those that believe. And they'll lay hands on the sick. They'll cast out demons. It's so wonderful to see people set free that have Hallelujah. demons that are oppressed. Amen. Obsessed. Or possessed. Suppressed. Possessed. Doesn't or matter. suppressed. Or obsessed. <clears throat> and you can tell just by talking to them. Their own words locate them. 
But it's wonderful to see them set free. Amen. In the book of Acts, Brother Hagin said, when the Holy Ghost takes over a service, always share a word. I'm going to share a scripture with you in the book of Acts, chapter 2. After they came out of the upper room and began to speak, and they heard them speaking in their languages, there were actually 16 languages present. In verse 12, it said, So they were all amazed. This is the response of the people to the movings of the Holy Ghost. They were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What could this mean? Others, mocking, said, they are full of new wine. Well, man, I, I hope I get accused Come of on. being filled with new wine all the yeah. time. We're walking out of here, and it's like. We were golfing the other day. I was golfing this past week, and I was with two men from uh, Green Bay, and one of them was a cop getting ready to uh, retire, and he and his uncle, they're in their golf cart, and they had more than water. And uh, they were pretty well-tuned and everything else. And uh, they were talking about, uh, you know, hey, would you guys, I was with another brother from Tennessee, spirit, uh, a Christian guy, a pro golfer. I'm like, oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. That, said, that's uh, a sense every of time humor, he hit his drive, I went, oh, this isn't right. <laughs> you know, but... Uh, <laughs> The guy said, hey, that one, I'm going to stop for some gin and tonic afterwards. I said, no, nah, I only drink the new wine. He said, what wine's that? I said, it's the wine of the Holy Ghost. It's the only wine I drink. And he kind of looked at me, batted his eyes like, like Brother Hagin said, batted his eyes like a t toad frog in an East Texas hailstorm. Three responses come when the Holy Spirit gets to moving, according to Scripture, that are pretty normal. One is amazement, another perplexity, and another one mocking. May there be never be a mocking spirit in this house. Amazement and perplexity, that's part of the package. Amen? That's like, you know, a sign or a wonder is something you never saw before. And it it's appeals to the imagination. It appeals to the imagination. But it appeals to it, yes. Signs appeal to the uh, understanding. understanding. Thank you, honey. Signs appeal to the understanding. It's a wa sometimes you can have a wonder. Somebody receives a miracle and you witness it. It's a wonder right then, but the second time it happens, it goes into a sign category. Amen? Because I don't have to imagine this anymore. It, I saw it. Amen? But like Carol said, whatever you have experienced in God, and not only personally, but when you're in the spiritual family, you see, you hear the testimony. It's like, Lord, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Brother Dick Mills, a prophet of God for years, he would have personal words for people as he ministered. And he said, hey, if you're in this house today, you can say, I'll take that. Now, it had a specific purpose, but you could capitalize on it by association. Because we're in him. We're in the vine. I remember, if you ever watch Sid Ross, Sid Ross says this a lot. You're making me jealous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's well, that's Jewish. how I get. <laughs> when I see things happening somewhere else, I go, Lord, I'm jealous. <laughs> I want to be there. I want to experience it. Bring it here. <laughs> and that's that's been our faith, and I believe that's why things have ha have come. So close. I know. But I, you wow. know what? I'm saying awesome. these things, guys, not for us to be yawning at the things of God anymore. No, Remember he all. said that? Don't yawn. In other words, get this unnatural tiredness off of you. And it is, guys, it's a weapon of darkness that has come on the church. It's a weariness. It's a demonic strategy. It's a demonic strategy to keep the lid on you and not be passionate, not be obedient. If you're not passionate, if you're not obedient... Forget about it. It probably really starts there. <laughs> but I'll tell you something. I've been praying more for a hunger for the word for you guys, for me. Amen. More in depth that you'll become studiers of the word. That God's going to whet your appetite, that you'll go deeper yes. into the things of God. You'll be more convinced in your faith. Yes. That God can go beyond 
our reasoning. Amen. Our reasoning. Hallelujah. And yet you guys are going to have supernatural testimonies. Not making them up. But you guys are going to feel the leading of the Holy Ghost that's prompting. And hear his voice. Feeling. Not knowing why. And all these, yeah, yay, Lisa. Yay. Yay. Excitement. Yes. <laughs> Be excited. There's a dying, hungry world out there. That need God. Nancy Pelosi could get saved, guys. Did you ever think about that? God brought that to me. He is a God of miracles. And I prayed for Nancy Pelosi, that salvation will come to her household. And even Chuck Schumer. Yeah. Yeah, A chameleon needs to become a Christian. Chameleons need to become Christians. Anyway, anyway. Oh, we got to receive the tithes yeah. and offerings. Yeah, Pastor Tim. Oh, wow. Wow. But let's let's pray first, honey. Oh, yeah. Sweetheart, let's pray. Guys, stand a minute, would you? Before. Father, yeah, we th- thank you for what you have done today amongst our, in our midst. Thank you for the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, for joy unspeakable, full of glory. Lord, your presence is refreshing for our souls. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, thank you that we wouldn't just be hearers only, but doers. And Lord, thank you for the tip and the revelation that 20 is a year, means expectancy and 19, divine order and judgment. But today's service and the testimonies and the, the power of God in what we have experienced in our lives, all of us. It's part, your word says that, that we overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. May each one in here, each one of us be edified and encouraged for the, the true glory and for the supernatural realm to become more real. Roll back the veil in Jesus' name, and open our eyes as you did the servant of Elijah, that we will see the chariots of God, we'll see the realities of the spirit realm and the spirit world. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise God. Pastor Tim. You know, real quick, Pastor Tim, our son Timothy Paul, isn't that cool? God led us to meet him that Timothy Paul. Um, I talked to Susan Owens out there in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. She told me she goes to Millennial Church, uh, Pastor Paul Brady, where we've been at, at, we showed that video. Um, he's saying the same thing we're saying, same Holy Ghost. And I was saying that we really feel the necessity to really prepare the people for what's ahead in many different ways. And he's also saying out there that things ahead of us are going to be very troublesome, but not for the church. If we start yielding and get over in the spirit, and that's his push there, is to get the people to cooperate with the Holy Ghost. And that's what we, that's our, that you, you can see it, guys, that's what we're doing to get everybody to cooperate with the Holy Ghost. And it takes a yielding. Perry Stone is saying the same thing. So church, come on. We got to pray the glory. We have a time of grace right now over our country. We're, I'm not, listen, I am not sitting back and waiting for God to do something. He's already done it. We got to move. You got to do what you know what to do. And if you don't know what to do, get in the word and you'll know what to do. But church, we got to move. And if we move, God will move with us. And I think that's going to be a lot of the key of the spark for this last great revival. The church is going to be moving, not waiting for God to move them. Amen. And then God is going to go, hallelujah. I'm going to join you, man. I have assistance. I got things I'm going to pour out. But 
I have to be honest with you, for a little bit, I was just feeling like, God, I want to hear another voice. It's saying. And it is very comforting to know that there's others, and I, I, they're credible people that are speaking the same thing. And I know I've heard some prophets that are saying America's going to change and we're going to come back to our original roots. Who wants to go back to those roots? Not me. I'm sorry to say that. But I'll tell you something. There's things that are on the horizon for us as a, as a body of believers and for this house. And I so long to see it. But I'm going to tell you something. The enemy is fighting hard against it. Amen. That's why prayer is important. Not the two or three that show up here. An army. A militant army. Jimmy Evans is speaking it out too. He said, we have a, he said, our church, my church, he said, is a militant church. It's not time to lay back. It's not time to snooze. It's time to get dressed up and get there and be militant in your walk, in your life, against the powers of darkness, not against people, against the powers of darkness. Amen? Amen, Amen guys. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, real quick, sun Saturday, we have our, you're going to go over all that, Tim? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And this and we have a, a worship meeting. What time is that worship meeting? What time is it? 6.30, Bridge? Okay, here that's on Thursday night? Okay. So anybody that's in sound, audio, up here on the platform, even want to be involved in a worship team, be here because we're going to go over guidelines, we're going to go over different things, and there'll be a little bit of practice afterwards. So Thursday okay, so at we're 630. Just encouraging, huh? Thursday is 630. Yes. One of the biggest areas that Satan hates is a worship team and back there in that area. There can be attitudes all over the place. And you gotta watch it and you gotta preserve it. And guard your hearts. So we're gonna go over all that and the guidelines. Amen. Amen. So as I know I'm done, guys. I'm done. Let me say this one word purity. Amen. That's all. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ushers, if you would, if you would serve the people. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So um, while you're filling out your envelopes, um, again, you can make uh, any checks to uh, GNFWC. You don't have to write the full name out. The abbreviation will work. Um, the January 19th, all the greeters, all greeters in the house. At uh, January 19th, 10 a.m., there's a greeters ministry meeting. Amen. Uh, we have uh, January 26th, marriage on a rock meeting. Amen. For those that are married, those are uh, wanting to be married. Amen. Are you hearing me? Yes. Amen. That was profound, Mother. Mother? Mother? No, Mother? Mother? Uh, we have the Holy Ghost Forums uh, coming up February 8th and 9th. Again, Holy Ghost Forums coming up uh, on the 8th and 9th. The, the other thing is uh, we have... The pledges for the building fund, um, and that should be, that's coming up soon, that the end of what we're, uh, 
what we've been believing for, for God to uh, bring in to help to pay off the first note of the mortgage. Uh, that'll be coming up. Um, maybe if we have a, a moment next week, we can touch base on that and just clarify uh, where we are, the, the goals and everything that we've been believing for and where, where we stand with that. Um, Wednesdays are designated from this point going forward until God directs it differently. But we have a series that we're going to be uh, doing. It's a prophetic series. Uh, uh, many speakers involved in, in this this prophetic uh, conference. Um, it'll be touching on things uh, from a uh, Hebrew-Jewish background of calendar events and things coming up for the church and things uh, of that nature. Perry breaks down some things and there's many other speakers involved in the, in the conference. So it's really cool. Um, I'm excited to, to, to hear it. Mom, mom and pop were showing me uh, the, the series last night. I didn't actually hear it or see it, um, but I'm excited because uh, it, it's it's the time that we live in. It's our now season, amen? So, praise the Lord. How many are ready to give this morning? Amen? Amen. If you would, with your tithes, let's pre- present them to, before the Lord. Amen? This is a... Uh, man, that is, somebody have sanitizer they just use? An air bomb? Uh, sanitizer? Okay. Uh, okay. Praise the Lord. It's strong. Glory. All right. Everybody with me. This is my tithe. It will do what I say it will do. The windows of heaven open over me and my house, and such blessings have been released. I don't have adequate room to contain them all. I am the seed of Abraham, and the oath of God swore to him is my inheritance. Therefore, I release my tithe and offerings into the fertile soil of Good News Family Worship Center. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We shout for joy, for our God watches over his word to perform it. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father God, we thank you. We thank you that you have everything in your control. And everything, Lord God, that, that we have need of, you already know of it. And we thank you, Father God, that you're taking care of all of our needs. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. So, How many are excited today? Amen. That was, that was just wonderful. Amen. Just the Holy Ghost inspired, encouraging, exhortation. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you would, uh, Pastor, I know Pastor prayed, but Father God, I thank you that as we leave this place, as we leave from here, Holy Spirit, remind us of the things that we heard. Holy Spirit, we ask that you just continually refresh our, our thoughts with just the, the simplicity of what we heard today, the, the testimonies and the, the things of your, of your glory, the things of your of your divine nature of who you are, a loving God wanting to touch humanity with signs, with wonders, with your anointing, with your glory, your power. God, we thank you and we're in full expectation to see more of this in Jesus' name. Bless the people as they go. Lord God, amen, amen, amen. You're dismissed, amen.